<laughs> I can't look at you. Jesus Christ. Uh. <laughs> Welcome back to Beyond the Pixels. My name is Chris. Join with me, the Bert to my Ernie, Johnny Casino. Johnny, it's been a little while since you and I have have talked. I've been away. How you doing? We've missed some time. I've missed you. I miss our cuddles. Uh, okay, so what's up, man? So okay, two things here. Uh, two things. One, I'm not sure which one of us got the raw end of that Bert and Ernie deal. And two, they sleep in different beds. They don't cuddle. They cuddle before they separate. They cuddle in the tub. Oh, they probably do cuddle in the tub. They cuddle. They cuddle in the tub, and the rubber ducky um, is the one that takes the brunt of that punishment. Do you think the rubber ducky is real, or do you think it's like the nickname they gave to one of their penises? Do I think that they're fucking an actual rubber duck? No. Do you think he like says he's talking rubber about ducky. rubber ducky, or you think he's talking about something else? So the song goes, "Rubber ducky, you're the one. You make bath time so much fun." Are you suggesting then that Bert is singing to Ernie's penis or vice versa, that his penis is what makes bath time so much fun? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we have solved Bert and Ernie. Yeah. <laughs> so who's got the rubber duck? Rubber dick? Uh, Both of them probably. I mean, they're puppets. Isn't one of them yellow? Uh, Bert is yellow. So me? Is he? <laughs> Are you taller? No. I don't think, I think so. You are, I, think you're, I think you're taller with a point of your head, so that makes you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened, dude. How you How you been? It's been. We have not. We have not legit not talked, except for a few texts here and there, since I've been back. So let me um, let me go back real quick. So obviously, anybody who does listen to this thing regularly, uh, or well, bi-weekly, I guess is regularly, um, knows that uh, we missed a week, and we missed a week because I went away. Not to jail, although that's, you know, possibly in the future. Uh, I went on a cruise. Uh, my wife and I went away. We took a week off. No kids. It was amazing. We went to uh, Cancun and Belize. We went snorkeling. We got day drunk every day. Uh, <laughs> I, had, I, had more t- I had more tequila last week or the week that we went than I've had in the previous probably two to three years combined. And I mean that literally. Um, I drank a fucking lot. Um, I did many, many, many drinks. So I, I learned that the only drink that I like that has tequila in it is a tequila sunrise. Okay. And I feel like that's a healthy way to drink because it's just pineapple juice. Yeah. Right? I mean, so, which is good for you. Yeah. I felt like I was getting hammered and also watching my figure simultaneously. Well, so that was good. There's vitamin C in there, right? Yeah, probably. That's good I was good in the for sun, you. so even right. So, uh, yeah, I'd like to think that I took a health cruise, um, despite the fact that with the buffet. Here's the thing: if you've never been on a cruise, and I know you have, but your cruises were people trying to kill you. Yes. Uh, this cruise is a little bit different. No one tried to kill me. I tried to kill myself through gluttony. Um, the buffet is 24 hours a day, and it's always stocked. And there's always pizza, and there's always hot dogs, and there's always cheeseburgers. And there's always bacon. Why? Because why not? There's always cookies and there's always ice cream and there's always all the things that you shouldn't put into your body at 2 a.m. Unless you want to and you can. And we did. Okay, so hold uh, on a second. When I think of yeah. a cruise and I think of eating on a cruise, 
I think of more like gourmet food, and you just named like the most ungourmet dishes ever. Well, hold on. We had gourmet food. On, so the cruise happened to coincide with our um, anniversary month, though not our exact anniversary day. Our anniversary is a few days from now. And um, so we celebrated the anniversary on that cruise. So on one of the nights, we went to Chop Steakhouse, and we had a delicious meal. Uh, Does that cost was, extra? Was, so if you eat at the named restaurants, some like there's an Italian restaurant, there's a sushi restaurant, there's Chop Steak Grill, uh, Steakhouse, and... Um, uh, Johnny Rockets and something else. Why you would go to Johnny Rockets when there's free burgers? I don't know. Maybe you really want a fucking milkshake. I don't know. But uh, yeah, you pay for you pay extra to reserve a spot at the named restaurants, and then whatever you order is all just kind of it's included in the reservation. So you can order the twenty ounce porterhouse, or you can order the six ounce fillet, and it's all the same price. Okay. Um, so if you order a salad, you're an idiot. <laughs> uh, I don't care what you're there for. If you order a salad, you're stupid. Um, if that's your meal, uh, so yeah, so we did that. But Sunday through um, Thursday, Sunday through Wednesday, we had uh, buffet food uh, at every meal—breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, it was it was amazing. It was the food is second to none. Um, every dinner we so take the back. Dinners weren't at the buffet. Dinners were at the dining hall so it's like it's it's actual silverware and they you have a menu that you can choose from and i always got the steak okay and it was it was like a strip steak but it was cooked to perfection i'm the guy who even on the best steak will put a1 sauce because i like the taste of a1 i enjoy i put on burgers i put on fries i like the taste of a1 i'll put that on a perfectly good cooked steak at a, a regular steakhouse these steaks were perfect dude they were amazing the fork cut through it like it was fucking butter. It was incredible. Um, so I did that, and then we went to Chops. I'm like, yeah, I want the really big steak. And I had like a 20-ounce, 20 22-ounce oh, bone-in, uh, was it ribeye or whatever? Oh, fuck me. It was amazing. Um, we got crazy drunk. We Like I said, we did snorkeling. So we went to Belize, and we went to Cozumel. I know I'm going long. I don't care. That's fine. We went to Belize, and we went to Cozumel. And I'm glad we went in that order. So we went to Belize first, and it was great. Belize is a 10 out of 10 beach. It's beautiful. The country is gorgeous. Uh, we went snorkeling on, I guess it's the second largest barrier reef on Earth, second to the Australian uh, reef. And it was awesome. So all kinds of cool shit. I watched somebody almost sit on fire core and die or wish they Ooh. were dead. Yeah, they didn't, but they were so fucking close. Oh, I was wishing. Like a train wreck. I just wanted to see it happen. Um <laughs> So we did that. We got done by about 2 o'clock, and we go to this private beach where the tickets I, – I, 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 I have a gripe to make. I'm going to steal a hot take real quick. Here's the thing. If I tell you the word tender, and I, not like your muscles tender, what does the word tender mean to you? Uh, I mean, it could mean a, a, an app that helps you hook up with people. That's tender. I said tender. T-E-N-D-E-R. Okay. The two words sounded exactly the same when I you understand. said that. I understand. Tender, T-E-N-D-E-R. Money? Thank you. Thank you. Yes, money. Tender means money to me and to every other white person I know who doesn't ride a boat every day. So <laughs> the tickets for the excursion to Belize specify do not take tender to shore. We assume what that means is don't bring any money because you won't need it because when you get when you're done with the snorkeling, you go to the beach, and it's part of the excursion, the food and the drinks. Okay, now because hold on a second. Because the other, stop, stop, 
Stop. I know what you're going to say. Okay. So stop. Because the other tickets, the ones that we have for Cozumel, specify to bring money with you on shore. Okay. Okay? Understand. One said, bring no, uh, do not take tender. The other one says, bring money. Okay. Okay. Now, I know what you're going to say. As a boat person, as someone who's in the Navy, you know the other meaning of the word tender. Probably. Probably not. We, the, you might, don't. One ticket specified for us not to bring any money. The other ticket said to bring money. So like, cool, we won't bring any money. Guess what happened when we got to the island, Johnny? You starved? Cash bar. So, okay, so what was it referring to? We sat to? there for two hours. Apparently, when you're on a cruise and your cruise can't dock because it's too shallow or whatever and there is no dock, you just stop in the middle of the ocean, they anchor, and then you take what I would call as a little fucking boat <laughs> to the reef or to the island or to wherever you're going, to your excursion. You would take a little fucking boat. Do you know what other word means little fucking boat? Tender. tender. Yeah. So apparently what the ticket was saying is do not take tender ashore because there are little fucking boats that if you get on, instead of taking you to your excursion, will take you to the shore to go sit on the beach. Okay. So we so we read it as don't take tender ashore. Don't take money with you because you're not going to need it when you're done with your excursion. What the ticket was actually telling us was when you go downstairs to the first floor or the first deck of the boat and there's lines of boats – don't take the one that's just going to take you to the island because then you won't go on your excursion that you paid for and you won't get to go snorkeling and watch somebody almost sit on fire coral. That's what it was actually telling us. So when we get done with the snorkeling and we go to, to the island and everybody else is having a good time eating and drinking, Katie and I are shoving our thumbs up our asses, watching, pissed off for two hours because we got to drink and eat fucking nothing. Nothing for two hours. It sucked. It really ruined that part of Belize. So when we got back to the boat after the, the excursion, we made up for it by drinking heavily Tuesday night. Oh, sure. Um, oh, heavily Tuesday night. And then Wednesday, we go to Cozumel. If Belize is a 10 out of 10, Cozumel is a 45 out of 10. Cozumel is a fucking joke. The water is Disney blue. We got out, and I, I, I said, this is bullshit. Who took me to the Disney lot for the next Pirates of the Caribbean movie? Because this is some fake-ass shit. I've never in my life seen water this clear or this shade of blue. I thought it was dyed Kool-Aid. A fucking lot of it. Uh, so we went snorkeling there. Uh, the guy, So we actually took ATVs through the, well, first through the city, then through the jungle. You know that scene in Ace Ventura? When he's driving like a jackass. In the, in the, <laughs> yes. That was me and Katie in the ATV bouncing around like jackasses. On purpose uh, or or because yes. it bounced you? And, well, column A, column B. Purpose, because I was hitting the potholes. Oh, okay. Like, and you were driving. I was driving. So these, th these things are up to 50 miles. An hour. We were doing every bit of 45 miles an hour just slamming the potholes. Like, oh we're my bouncing God, that sounds terrible. Buttons. Oh, it was so much fun. Um... We eventually get stopped at this uh, private beach, did some more snorkeling. And again, by comparison, Belize is a shit show by comparison, even though it is gorgeous in its own right. Cosmel was just wonderful. Um, and then, and then we, we finished off our tour. Now, I got to tell you a funny story about what happened on the last night of the cruise. Okay. This is related to video games because we played a game show. So there's, there's the connection to video games. It was a game show. <laughs> <laughs> 
so we participate in this game show. We had met this interesting um, couple slash family. It was a guy and his wife and then like her two brothers that I guess were just on the cruise with them. I don't know if they were all in the same room or not. Who knows? Maybe they were all fucking. I don't know what kind of family they are. They're great people. Uh, Bill and uh, I can't remember her name right now. Anyways, uh, listen. So we play this game show. It's an adults-only game show. So if you have kids, give them the fuck out. Luckily, we only saw like two families with kids on the entire cruise. So that was awesome. This game show is called The Quest. And the quest implies that you and your team are on a journey to find things. It's a, hey, find me this on your team and bring it to the front type of deal. So the the game master, because that's what he wanted to call himself, um, splits up the arena, basically. It's like a stadium into sections. Each section is a team. So we're team five. And they ask for a captain, male and female, one of each per section. So I volunteer and meet. So my wife and I, and then there's people that we met on, you know, during the cruise, we're at the very front row, right by the aisle. So if we need something, we're on the fucking floor instantly. We start playing the game. And the guy starts off with simple enough things. He's like, hey, we need, uh, you know, male captain. We need something from your team. We need uh, someone's, you know, left shoe that they're not wearing. So I whip my sandal off, give it to the guy, and he runs, and we get points, all right? So you're playing just to win. Not for anything, not for prize, just to end the cruise and say you won whilst drinking the entire time. Okay. So we're drinking the whole time. Cool. Shoe. Great. Female captain. We need from your team a shirt that someone's not wearing. I have never taken my shirt off faster. Bam, here's my shirt, lady. She's got my shirt. She takes it to the guy. And team five, you get points. All right, uh, next. Everybody, what we need is for you to form a human centipede kind of sort of human canoe. <laughs> human canoe. So everybody's on the ground and you have to scuttle as a canoe from this line to this other imaginary line together. So you're on your you're on your butt, hands and knees, and you're scooting forward. Try not to crush the hands of the person in front of you. The guy that we met on the cruise, Bill, he's behind me. He's trying to fuck me as hard as he can. I'm trying to not get fucked by Bill whilst not trying to fuck the girl in front of me who I think was wearing a thong, maybe. Uh, so we go. <laughs> I lose my shoe in the process. I kick it off as I'm trying to scuttle. We win. We, we win that game. Awesome. All right. We go back. Next, they're like, um, female captain, we need someone's bra. I've been married to my wife for several years. We dated for a little bit before we got married. In the time that we've made two children, I have not gotten her bra off quicker than she got her bra off while still wearing her shirt to give to this other woman, to give to this guy, to get points for a game where you don't actually win anything. <laughs> Her bra was off so fast. Bah! Did she look at you and be like, that's how you do it? No, because she looked at the other girl and I was like, ooh, maybe. Um, she had this bra off in this other girl's hand and then gone. All right. Then they're like, hey, we need to see um, oh, a, a piercing on your body that isn't you know, your ear. My wife jumps over the rail. My wife's got her nose pierced. She's got her belly button pierced. Which one do you think she showed off? Her belly button. Oh, correct. She gets back. I'm like, babe, you could have showed him the one in your nose. Oh, yeah, I wasn't thinking about it. I just wanted to lift up my shirt while her bra is still not on. <laughs> <laughs> she gets back. They're like, oh, you need to. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got yeah. to stop you for a second here. Go ahead. How many people drop their pants during this? I'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> Male captains, 
We need you to be down here with another male member of your team, both wearing the same pair of pants. Johnny, do you want to take a guess as to who the first person is on the floor was? You. Me. My, my belt is undone as I'm getting up. <laughs> I walk to this man. He pulls his pants down. He drops his pants. I insert my... He, ta- he drops his pants. He pulls one leg out. I put one leg in. We hike those suckers up. And we make a very awkward uh, three-legged race to the, uh, to the guy to get the points. We win. Done. I get out of this man's pants. And I say, hi, how you doing? My name is Chris. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I had never met this man before in my life. And I was in his pants. Um, a great gentleman. <laughs> towards the end, towards the end, they have a cross-dressing thing where basically the male captain must dress to the nines in his best um, catwalk outfit. So he's dressed in all the other women's articles of clothing in the team. So he's got some other women's dress that he's half kind of got over his shoulder, like fat guy in a little coat. He's got that thing going on. He's got my wife's bra on. Um, he's wearing lipstick, he's wearing someone's heels, and all the guys are doing all the t- male team captains are doing this. So is it you getting dressed, or is it the other guy? The other guy, me dressing him, but okay. he's wearing my wife's bra at this point now, um, which is great fun for everybody. Um, so glad we won. So this guy, the, all the guys are dressed up, and they all look horrible. One guy, I'm not saying anything wrong with it, but it was not his first time wearing a lady's dress. Okay. Uh, um, I'm not saying he does it all the time. I'm saying he was comfortable in those heels. So what they have to do to get the points is do a catwalk. One at a time for the arena to judge. And all the guys go. And our guy is fifth out of six. So they all go. And they all try to be more and more provocative. They start stripping down. And they start doing the thing where they take the article between the legs. And they do the, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Like the, the flossing okay, they're doing thing. That. Yeah, yeah, they're doing that thing. Our guy says, nay, nay, we're going to win. He starts stripping down, starts doing his thing, tosses my wife's bra back at her. Very nice, very classy. Thank you, guy. Um, he gets about three quarters of the way there, drops the dress, turns around, pulls his underpants off. As close to off as he can get without his dick actually swinging in the breeze. <laughs> They're recording the whole thing. There's a girl on a camera, like a professional camera, recording the thing. We don't know if there's a way to get the video because we want it. I'm pretty sure she's zoomed in on his taint. <laughs> he, so he drops his pants. The fucking arena loses their shit. And um, number six just gives up and says, no, I'm done. Because <laughs> he's not. Because the only way he tops it if he pulls his dick out and jerks off. Uh, so we won. And that's how we ended the cruise. It was the most fun I've ever had in my entire life. Um, it was super worth not talking to you for a week for to not record this <laughs> fucking podcast. Um, it was amazing. I suggest everybody who hasn't been on a cruise goes on a cruise. And if you can go without your kids, do so. If you don't have kids, even better. Fuck you. You don't probably need a vacation that bad. Uh, if you do have kids, then you need a vacation. Take the cruise. It's amazing. Anyways, I talked for a long time. I'm going to shut up let you go. In the time that I've been gone, you've played a lot of games. Yes. What have you well, been playing? Okay, so let me, let me be clear here you for a second. Questions. You right. have questions. So, so I, I've played a lot of games, but it's mostly been dabbling. Um, I, I've been pulling a lot of extra shifts lately, uh, a lot of shifts during the day. 
Um, so I haven't been able to game as much then. I'm also working on the house and we got to get the house ready to, to be packed up and we're, we're doing our initial packing. Um, probably like the day this comes out, I will start filling a pod thing to get sent up to Washington, all kinds of stresses and whatever else, but I'm trying to get a little bit in here, here and there as I can. So I have a list of games that I have some, basically some early impressions on. Feel free to stop me at any time and ask whatever you want to ask about them. Okay. You, you know that I will. Um, so I, I'm still playing Dead Cells. Uh, I know I've been playing that for a while now. Um, I've got one more, I think, rune or whatever it is that I need to get that'll allow me to get to the final area. Uh, I'm getting my ass kicked basically all over the place trying to get to this thing. And I haven't been playing a whole, whole lot of it, uh, but I'm still having a lot of fun with that. Um, I play Splatoon for the first time in probably a year. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, so Andy, the informant, um, basically said, hey, you know, they got the Splatfest, why don't you play with me? And my wife was having a little party, which ended up only being one other person. So they did their thing. I sat in the bedroom, played Splatoon. I realized that I forgot how to play Splatoon. Has it been updated? Like, is it, has, they, has there been any major, like, updates in the last six, seven, eight, nine, ten months? So I want to just the Splatfest. I want to say they've done the final update for it. Because uh, I want to say they were going to do it for a year, so sometime in the last few months or so, they they did the final update, um, with the final map and everything like that. They they've been adding guns and whatever, but I'm still so early on in the game. I did not play it a whole lot when it came out, so I still have like an early on gun that I keep using. Um, I played okay, but I'm used to getting about a thousand plus points every single round, and I was like topping out about five hundred. Is that good? Is a thousand points good? A thousand oh. points, I think, is is pretty decent. Like that's when you're like, okay, I contributed, I did well. Are there are maximum points, or that's like your kill death. Like you got this many objective points. Is that what you're talking about? No, it's 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 coverage. It's paint coverage oh, okay. on the ground. Okay. Like that's how you win, right? Gotcha. So, uh, but I wasn't I wasn't doing real great. I forgot that like the aiming is all motion controlled, so pushing up and down mm. doesn't do anything, and so that was throwing me off. I was playing in handheld, wait, which is fine. Do you have do you have to wait wait. If it's how do you do if you're playing on the TV, how do you do motion controls? You have to sit there with your control controller or whatever and move like the whole Well, so left and right thing? is done with the stick, but up and down and some left and right is done motion controls. But like all the controllers have motion controls in them. Oh, that's awful. So I don't know. It's not bad. It's not bad once you get used to it. But the problem is shit. Well, the the problem is getting used to it because there's not very many games that do that. So I played some of that. It was fun. I had a good time. Um I need to play it more because it is a fun game, but it's just is always something else I'd rather be playing at the time. Um, Anything else? Yeah, uh, I've been playing Smash Brothers some with my son. Now, have you been playing that at all? So I'm broke and I don't have it. I can't afford it. Uh, I keep saying that when I'm streaming. I'm like, "Hey, I'm broke." <laughs> tip me. <laughs> <laughs> just, just the tip. Just a tip. No, so I played it for the first. I haven't played a Smash Brothers game since '64. Oh wow! I've not played a yes. I don't. I don't I have Nintendo systems. Um, we discussed this. My parents didn't love me. Remember? Um, so I was at my buddy's house yesterday for his birthday. I told you about that, and he had Smash. And so I played Smash Brothers for the first time in a decade, probably uh, or more. And I'm not good. I don't know how to do anything. I don't like that. I can't just hit like A to jump. It's like yeah. something else to jump. I so. I could probably do better if I got some practice. I like it. It's on my to-buy list when, if it ever goes on sale or I somehow fall into a vat of money. So, okay. Overall, I think it is a good Smash game. I'm not a huge Smash player. Um, 
I also wish I was playing with a GameCube controller, and I don't want it to be like one of those things where it's like, oh, the only controller is a GameCube controller. But here's the thing with Smash and the GameCube controller is the A button is huge, and that's like your normal attack. Why does it matter? Why is So why, because I don't it, know, it, why is the GameCube controller so lauded for Smash? Okay. What is it about it? I think it's because Melee is still like the biggest Smash game, and it's a GameCube sure. game. So people are just used to that button layout. And that's my problem with me, is it's the button layout that I got used to playing Melee, and it's hard for me to do it with any other button layout, right? So with, with the GameCube controller, you get the big red A button, and then next to it, you have the B button, right? So that, those are your two main attacks, right? You get the thumbstick for your, your, your power attacks, but that doesn't really change that much when you're using like a pro controller or something like that. But, and then the jump buttons, you either push up or you can push X or Y. And... Oh, so you can jump with a face button. Yeah, yeah. X or Y can... Motherfuck, I'm going to punch Jason. Well, yeah. Well, those will let you jump. Um, but because the A button is so big and the B button's right there, it's just like, it's convenient. I end up hitting the punch buttons when I'm trying to jump. I end up hitting the jump buttons when I'm trying to punch. And so because the layout, I, I end up on the wrong buttons. It it doesn't emphasize those buttons in the same way the GameCube controller does. And the GameCube controller, like, one, I think is one of the most comfortable controllers. I love that controller, but I'm not like the weird peers, like, oh, the only way to play. Now, well, don't you have a GameCube controller, probably? I have a bunch of GameCube controllers. I don't have the adapter. I'm saying they have one from Nintendo, like an official Nintendo adapter, right? Yeah, and it's 20 bucks, but then you're wired. Now, Power A makes a wireless with, with the vibrations. It has the gyro in it and everything like that. Um, GameCube controller. Now, here's the thing. I don't need another controller. Like, I have my 8 bit uh, uh SN Pro 30. Yeah, right? yeah. SN30 the one you Pro. showed me. Yep. Yeah. And that has the gyros. It has it has all the buttons. It does everything. It does everything a Pro controller would do except for having the, the uh, HD rumble. And the only reason I would get this other controller is because I want it for Smash. But I don't really plan on playing Smash all that much. Like, I literally, I play it with my son. And he loves it. Gotcha. Like, he loves Smash Brothers. He loves doing all that stuff and whatever. So, I'm probably not going to do it. I'm just going to suck it up and whatever. It's fine. Um, there are some things I don't like about it. Like, there's these these uh, little trophy things that pop up and you pick them up. Like, so, like, a little item that's on the screen. And when mm -hmm. you do that, another character forms. And that person is fighting for you. So, it could be, like, some other these little characters. And they fight for yeah, you. to me a lot. Yeah. And then, so now you're fighting, like, two on one. And I suck to begin with. And these guys are really good, and they're really annoying, and it just it, it infuriates me. And there's also these like little parts of a ship that you can pick up. And if you get killed, you drop them. But if you pick up mm -hmm. all the parts, then you get this ship. And, it, and, and then if, like, my son's pretty good at this. He'll get that last piece, and I'll be there trying to fight him, and he'll hit the button instantly, and this thing just knocks me off, and it's instant kill. Right. <laughs> um, there's also the, like parts like this big gun, I think. And when you get that, it shoots his beam. And if you're in the way of that beam, you're dead. There's another Jeez. level. And I don't remember if it's part of the level or for something you like a, an item you activate, but it's like a claw hand for like one of those claw machines. And it picks you up and it takes you off the screen and you're instantly dead. Jeez. Like, and there's all these things like that and you can turn them off. Right. Um, but I, I don't like them. I, and it's probably because I suck. Right. But I, Probably. But I don't like him at all. Um, all the characters are cool. My son's unlocked almost all of them. And there's some really cool ones, fun to play with, I guess. Uh, I did play a little bit online with Dave. And okay. there was definitely points where the lag was, like, big. Like, real lag. I, want, I was going to ask you about that if you played online and you, you answered it. What I've heard about it, 
So Smash has always been a game that I have associated with local coach co-op. That's what you, that's yeah. like you play that game like a good fighting game. You sit on the couch with your buddies, you talk shit, and that's what there's where the enjoyment in Smash comes from. Sure, playing locally with friends, family, whatever. Online Smash, from what I've heard with this version, anyways, is because Nintendo still doesn't know how the internet works or how online lobbies work or how just an online infrastructure in general. That Smash Online is broken and kind of just a mess, like a complete garbage wreck of a mess. Well, uh, my buddies, my buddies tried it. He has nothing but complaints. Um, some coworkers have tried. It. They're like, yeah, it's just a fun. They can't either get into matches or when they do. Whoever is the host, because there's no dedicated servers, has the very clear advantage every time because the latency is in their favor. Um, yeah, I've just heard nothing but horror stories trying to play this game online. So I, I've never tried playing like a random match online. I've only played where you know Dave made a room and he and I played against each other. Um, there was definite lag. He was hosting, I assume. He was having the same lag issues I was having. Uh, because it was just two of us and we both suck, it didn't really affect the outcome of the game uh, but i've also heard that if you have the little wired internet connector adapter piece that that's not an issue but i'm not going to go buy that because every other game i play if i play fortnite in handheld on the switch it's fine if i play splatoon right. it's fine if i play mario kart it's fine like any of these games i play mario tennis it's fine so whatever it is with smash brothers and dave had some argument about how it's because of the game itself and, and everything going on the screen or something like that. But I don't know. But whatever it is with Maybe, Smash but Brothers, that's, you know what? it's no good. That's, Nintendo, that's Nintendo's job to figure it out and fix it if they want a online community for their online game. Like, that's their job. Fix it. Yeah. So, I mean, all in all, I'm glad I own it. I'm glad I have the case sitting with all the rest of my cases. Um, I own every other Smash game there is. And that's great. But it, whatever. Like, I'll play it some with my son and I probably won't play it much else outside of that. Right. Um, I what else have I played here? Um, I I played Ashen, so I played some games that came out on 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 Game Pass, right? Okay. So Ashen came out on Game Pass. Uh, I don't have a lot to say on it. I didn't play it for very long. It's okay. That's the Dark Souls ish. That's kind of game. Yeah. See, I never played Dark Souls, so I, I can't personally make that connection. Okay. But I mean, it, it's uh the art style is fine. Your guys have no faces. Like when you create your person, it's like a like a cardboard face looking thing with facial hair. Um, Fun, yeah. Uh, and you can't have. I don't think you can have a beard and a mustache. I think that was the issue. I think I could have one or the other. So you're Amish. Uh, I I went with farmer. So he's got like the big beard that hangs down. That's less racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's a better. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> yeah, but but you go along. I want to play this multiplayer, uh, which I think you can only do online because there's, there are two characters and the other one's going to follow you around in fights too. Uh, I don't really know what the point is. Like there's a guy and he tells you to do stuff and you have to go find stuff and you have to fight guys along the way. It's okay. It could be fun okay. playing multiplayer online. So something we should try at some point. Um, I played Below, which here's the thing with Below. I People have been talking about this game forever. People have been asking for it to come out. People have been just like, I Five need, years. Yeah, I need this game. And I've never, ever, like, looked for it. I've never looked it up. I've never looked at the trailers. I just know that people have been wanting this game. So it comes out, and I see the thing about it when it's coming out. And I see the art style, and I'm like, oh, it, the, the look of it kind of looks like Inside, where it's like a dark shadow thing, and everything's dark and whatever. So I'm like, oh, maybe it's something like that. 
here's what I didn't realize until I was literally on my second life in the game is that it's a roguelike. Really? Yeah. See, you didn't know either. I don't feel so I don't know bad. anything about the game. I was going to ask you to give me a synopsis of what this game is. Because like you, for five years, I've heard people and podcasters and influencers say, oh my God, I saw this thing at E3 during the Xbox review or whatever it was five fucking years ago or six years ago. And oh my God, I just want this game. It's the second coming of Jesus from the guy who made whatever the fucking game is that he made before this. No idea. No idea. And it's supposed to be God's gift to mankind in, in game form. And I don't know a fucking thing about it other than its name is Below. Okay. And I saw the trailer recently. Yeah. Even watching the release trailer, I'm like, cool, what is it? Okay, so let me explain this game. First of all, this game has the slowest, most boring opening cutscene ever. Ever. I'm enticed. I can't wait to play it. Yeah, I know. Mm. Uh, you can skip it. And I recommend anyone who hasn't played it yet and who starts playing it, just skip the opening cutscene because there's nothing worth seeing in it. Like, literally, you're up in the air. You're seeing some clouds. You can tell there's water down there. And you see a little thing. It's like a boat. And it's very far away. There's no story, no talking. There's some music. And for about five minutes... And, and Fuck me. Like, literally about five minutes, you're sitting there watching. You're just kind of following this thing. And eventually, you zoom in, and the boat goes on shore. And that's it. Like, nothing else happens. Are you serious? And, I'm, and I didn't want to skip it because I'm like, well, something's going to happen. No, no, no. No, no, nothing happened. Nothing. Nothing happened at all. Not like, a fucking word you, is uttered. You, you can't control anything. You're just watching this boat very far away float through the water. and you No land. text is on screen. Nope. Nothing. No talking. Not a word. Not a sound. Nothing. A fucking boat docks. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Thank you for the first five minutes of below. It was so boring that I actually had to tweet out that it was so boring. Oh, God. I'm glad you saved me five minutes of a game I probably won't ever play. Yeah. So then you get out of the boat, and you're this little guy. Now, I'm playing on my TV, right? Obviously, because it's on the Xbox. And my TV is, I would say, the appropriate distance away, appropriate height. And the room, because of because of some windows, the room, the glare is kind of bad or whatever. But I was having a little bit of a hard time seeing. But I think that's also part of the game. So, okay. so you're going along, and you can see sparkles in the sand. And that means you need to go up, and you can pick this thing up. Um... You can, uh, uh, there's like fireplaces. You can, you can start a fire and, and you can craft stuff from stuff that you pick up. Um, and then you make your way up this like deal and you could tell there's like other ways that you can go, but like they're blocked off either, either it's not open or there's like a gap you can't get across or whatever. And you make your way up and then you find a lantern. And you can pull your lantern out, but you require these things that make the lantern work. And once you use them, they're all gone and you have to get more by somehow finding them, killing people. I'm not sure. You finally make your way into this, this door and you start going down and you're literally just going down and you're in your, there's different rooms you go into and basically like, you know, you have that loading transition between them and, and there's enemies in these rooms. And so far the enemies are all very easy and you can see them. They have like red beady eyes, but if you don't have your lantern out, you're not gonna be able to see like you can, it's like everything's in a fog and you could see the ground, but you can't really see very many details. And you can't fall off any edges. And the enemies are pretty easy. But there's traps. And if you don't have your light out, you're not going to see the traps. Now, some of the traps are just like a string that goes across. And if you're running, it'll trip you. If you're walking, it'll just go boing as you walk past it. Then there's traps that are like, it'll kill you when you walk on them. And that's, that's what happened. I walk over this trap. I don't see it because I don't have my lantern out because you can only use the lantern so much. And it kills me. 
And then what does it do? It starts you right back there on the boat. Now, you don't have to go through the whole five-minute thing. It starts you on the boat as you're stepping off it. And that's when it hit me. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, this is a roguelike. Like, that, that's not what... And, and granted, I've been playing Dead Cells, which is a roguelike, and I enjoy it. But I, that's not what I was looking for out of this game. This sounds like a less good, not fun, uncharismatic version of, like, Spelunky. Uh, yeah, okay, sure. I can, yeah, I can see. It just that. seems like not fun. Like, hey, Spelunky is this colorful, whimsical, fun roguelike where you go down. You might say you even go below the surface. And this one seems to be that minus fun. So, but here's the thing, too. is Or direction. So, so I start going back through it the second time. I probably made three runs through this thing. And you can see, like, certain campfires that you've turned blue, which I don't know what the difference is. But that campfire still there. All the other it's campfires really hot aren't. fire. Uh, eventually I stumbled across my body and I could take everything that was on my dead body off of it Uh, I figured out how to eat because you can pick up like turnips and uh, some other stuff I figured out how to eat because you do have to drink and you do have to eat and stuff like that Um, but I don't know and I haven't put a lot of time into it I think I'm going to take it to work with me tonight and try to put a few hours into it and see if I can't get to that point because with dead cells I didn't get it and eventually I got to this point where I'm like okay now I'm progressing. I feel like I'm progressing. I kind of understand how the progression works, and now it's fun. And I think that's maybe what will happen with this, although I'm concerned about any game where you're like, you got to play for five hours before you understand, and it starts being fun. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I had this big thought of like, oh, everyone's talking about Below. This is going to be great. And now I'm just concerned that everyone's lost what, their mind. What you have done... Is absolutely sold me on the idea that I will not be downloading this free game. Well, but here's like, the thing. I will not even, his, based off of your description, whether it was good or bad, I will not touch this game because there are far too many other games I'd rather play that I know I will enjoy rather than even for free take a risk on a game that could waste my time for 25 minutes. Okay. I, yeah. And I, I hopefully by the next time we talk, I will have a better update on how I feel about the game and all that and we'll be able to figure that out see if it's worth it see if it see if it ever becomes worth the time that gets put into it gotcha um do you like tactics type games like games where when you get into combat you are sitting in place you have a certain number of moves you can go a certain distance or and you can shoot or stuff like that do you like those games yeah uh i won't yes short answer is yes before i go on a tangent yes did, did you play like mario rabbids yes okay so loved it. Didn't finish it because something else came out, but loved it. So okay. So here's the thing: is um, I really liked playing uh, is it Final Fantasy Tactics Advent- Advance or whatever the the um, Game Boy Advance game. I know what you're talking about. I never played it, but I know what you're talking about. I think that's what it was called. Uh, I really liked that. Uh, I ended up really loving Mario Rabbids. I really loved the the combat for it and everything like that. So a game just came out. It's also on Game Pass called Mutant Year Year Zero. Yes, I got some early access to this. I haven't touched it because I was on the cruise. I could have played it a week early, damn it. So I really like the game. Uh, The the, um, writing is humorous. The conversations between them. There's a duck, and and his Mm -hmm. name is Ducks, D-U-X. And there's like... um, what was the other one like a pig or something like that? It's a boar. Yeah. yeah. And, and the boar's talking at one point and it says, shut the duck up. And it made me laugh oh, really God. hard. Um, <laughs> and uh, a number of other things where they play off that. And they, and they, it, it, I mean, it's definitely not a game for kids because of the writing. But I, so I'm playing on the middle level, which is called hard. 
but it says like, hey, you've played tactics games before. And I'm like, okay, I played tactics game before. It's the middle one. It's not. So in theory, it should be normal. Yeah. Um, I'm maybe an hour, hour and a half into it. And I'm just getting destroyed on this fight. Like I'm ending up in a fight where there are 10 guys. I think I might have to kill and they are destroying me, but the combat's fun. I think it plays well. The conversation's good. You find gun pieces. You can do all these updating and stuff like that. Uh, I'm going to put more time into this. I'm not going to kick it down to easy. I think it's a game that if you like tactics games, you should try this game. Uh, it's on my. It's on my. It's on my to do list. There's another game similar to that, which name I can't think of at the moment that I had planned to play. It's another tactic like uh, game or like uh, pause and play, which is similar. Yeah. Uh, type game. I can't remember what it's called, though. Uh, so here's the last two things. Uh, so the last time we talked, I was debating whether or not I was going to try to get PSVR. And my wife yes. was just like, hey, just get it. It'll be early Christmas present. So I got yep. it. It has Astrobot. It has um, Muse or whatever it is, the mouse game. I have not put a lot of time into that. Uh, but what I put into it, it was actually pretty good. It's kind of puzzly. Uh, Astrobot is fantastic uh, i've heard like game of the year quality oh, vr game it is it is so good it is the first time i played a game with a water level where i'm like i want to play this water level again what is in a sentence or two what is the game because i don't have a vr i think you can play it no it's only it's only it's VR. vr only so imagine so i'm not going to play it what is it imagine mario 64 okay with a camera that stays still no lock two got you um and you can literally like lay on the ground and look underneath things. Are you the Astrobot? No, you're this like floating you're with robot the that's, that okay. has a controller in his hand that looks like the PS4 controller. And of you course. are controlling the Astrobot. And it stays steady, but like if you take a step forward, it will move the camera forward a little bit. And if okay. you duck down, it'll move the camera. Like you, as you move, it moves what you're seeing, right? Okay. Um, and then. When your when your guy goes to like the next little area, like when he takes enough steps forward, the whole thing slides forward on a rail. Okay. Um, but you get to look under things, and you you're looking for your little Astrobot buddies, and you can actually hear them, which I didn't realize for a while. You can actually hear them going, "Help me, help me," and that's oh how God. you know one's near you. But still, there's at least one or two that are always always really difficult to find. So, what is the is the gameplay to? Search for basically you're looking for these little motherfuckers. The gameplay is to get to the end of the level, but okay. But ideally, you'll find all these along the way. So there's collectibles, air quotes, along the way. Yeah, and there's always a chameleon somewhere in the game that when you see it, he starts to change colors to look like a chameleon again because he's like faded in with the thing, and that yeah. will unlock like a speed round challenge level that you can do whenever you want to. And th- interesting. I played a few of those. They're really fun. Um, it actually uses the controller for stuff like uh, the touchpad on the top of the controller. There's one part where you're like shooting a water. There's one where you use it for like a grappling hook, all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, you, oh, so there's like platforming involved. It's not yeah, just yeah. It, the, the game okay. is platforming in the same way that like Mario 64 is platforming. Gotcha. Um, but you can, but like you, uh, I think you, you jump on her head or you, you, there's some kind of attack that you can do to attack the guys around you. Um, you could do this jump hover thing, and if any of the bad guys are below you when you're doing the jump hover thing, it'll kill them with your little hover power. Um, it, it's like you have to headbutt some things as you go along, so you actually have to like game back and like smash your oh, head wow. forward to to, to do certain <laughs> things. It, dude, the game's incredible. Um, but 
beyond that, I, I've played some Tetris Effect, which you don't have to play in VR. It, the music is great. It's Tetris. It, it, it's good. I've heard good things. Like, I want to get it. It's a PlayStation exclusive, right? It's not on like the Switch or anything like that? Uh, it's not. Tetris yeah, Effect? it's just PlayStation as far as consoles go. Gotcha. Um, if you like Tetris, it's good. It's fun. I do. And the music is great. But uh, I don't know if I want to play it on my PlayStation. Like That seems like a game I would want on my Switch. You know yeah. what I mean? No, no, I, I get like, it. A Tetris game, like a really good Tetris game, seems like the absolute perfect fit for the Switch. Like no brainer Switch. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. But, but like in VR, you can zoom in a little bit and just kind of like makes it a little bit more immersive. I don't think it does a whole, whole, whole lot for it, being that it's in VR. Gotcha. Um, but here's the two ones I really want to tell you about. So I played a little bit of Resident Evil Seven in VR. Oh, shit. So I played through the whole game before on my Xbox. I now own two copies of the game. I, I ended up getting Jesus. it on sale for like $16, so whatever. Um, I started in VR. It is exactly as eerie and, and, and just like you don't... Like I find myself like not wanting to go down hallways, even though I know exactly yep. what's going to happen. I'm playing it on easy nope. just because I want to experience it, not have to work too, too hard at the battle part of it. Nope. Um, I have not gotten to the scariest part by any means. Like I'm at the very beginning when you first meet your girlfriend and all this stuff, uh, I got to the point where I was like, I knew my wife and kids were going to be coming home soon and I was playing it and I was like, I need to find a, a safe spot because you can only save so often. And I knew where one was. I was like, I got to get to this thing. Like I, I, I don't want to have to redo this part. Like my heart was pounding. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to doing that more when I have time to sit down and do that more. Absolutely not. Uh, Resident Evil 7 is a game I completely noped right the fuck out of. Oh, My cousin bought it when it first came out. I love it. Uh, he sat me down, made me play the first 20 minutes. I think I got to the part where um, you meet, I guess, the dad, whatever, in the garage, and he murders you to death with his car. Oh, yeah. I. It took me, I think that 20 minutes in the game, I was there for 45 minutes trying to get to that part. I hate, I don't like jump scares. I won't play the regular Resident Evil games, like 1, 2, 3, 4, and... I, they fucking scare the shit out of me. I don't like that feeling of dread. Of not, I fucking hate it. I won't play Doom 3 because it's a survival horror game. Fuck it. No. I noped out. Fuck you and everybody who wants to play that game in VR that makes it even that much worse. I would shit. Like the way you shit your pants before this recording, I would <laughs> shit my fucking okay, pants. Let's be clear. I did not shit my pants before this recording. You told me. You texted me said, hey, I got to shit my pants and change a bandage. Which we both know, the bandage is because of the pants shitting. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's in the podcast now. People know that you shit your pants and had to bandage your asshole. So that's that's what happened. Oh uh, Jesus Christ. Um. Anyway, so I, I'm, I'm gonna be playing more of that. But no way. I also I got Beat Saber. So I went online. I I bought secondhand the PS Move controllers. I I think it cost me like forty five dollars to get secondhand ones through eBay. Normally, that seems expensive, even for second hand. Dude, they're normally $100 if you buy them at the store. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, if you buy a pair of them at the store. Oh, now, fuck. these are the PS3 ones, and the only difference yeah, yeah, is yeah. the charging port. But they work They work great. Um, there's a new bundle that just came out, and it's actually on sale right now for $250 that has Borderlands 2 VR and Beat Saber and the two controllers for $250. Had that bundle been out, I would have gotten that one and then just bought AstroBot. But gotcha. I didn't want the games that came with the the um, with the uh, the move controllers, so I just got this one that came with AstroBot and, and Muse or Muse or whatever the hell the game's called. Um, so I got those and I bought Beat Saber, and that game is freaking cool. 
Um, I've got some issues that I need to kind of work out as far as setting the camera right, because I feel like it thinks I'm lower to the ground than I actually am when I'm playing. Mm -hmm. So there's like these blocks that come at you, like big areas you get to dodge. And most of them, you step to the left, you step to the right, and then you're, you know, you're, you're, you're slashing these boxes that are coming at you at different angles that they tell you to. But then there's like a big one that comes straight at you, and you have to like get down on the ground. And it's really easy for my son to just duck down, but for me, I almost have to literally lay on the ground. So this is a game. You can't play this sitting on the couch then. No, 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 no. No, not at all. Oh, fuck that. I'm out. No, dude, it's so good. And, it, and I've heard people say they want to use it as a workout. And I can see on some of the songs, if you're playing on a harder level, it would literally get you sweating, get you moving. And it's fun and it's cool. And you feel like you're playing with lightsabers and the music's good. The biggest complaint I have, which I've heard other people say, is that it just doesn't have enough songs. Oh, you went through them real quick? Well... I mean, you can do them multiple times. It's all kind of like house type music, like the, yeah, the heavy beat stuff. So playing them multiple times is different than playing the same song in rock band over and over again. But mm-hmm. it would be cool if there were more songs. Hopefully maybe more will be released on it. But I will be putting a lot of time in this game. When the wife and kids are gone, I, I plan on my evenings spending like half an hour to an hour just playing this game. Just beating off all night. Just beating to yourself. Yes. I'm going to good, beat it good. all night long uh, to get my workout and get my heart going. <laughs> so, and then you'll be playing Beat Saber afterwards, right? Yeah, yeah. Once I get yeah. once I get initially warmed up with my lightsaber <laughs> and my rubber ducky. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, God. So you've had you sound like you've had much more fun. So since I've been back, and actually leading up to me leaving, I've only been playing one one game. Um, I finally moved on from Assassin's Creed, although I just went back on that last night, and I'll get to that in a second. Dude, Pokemon, uh, let's go Pokemon uh, for, for the Switch. Um, so the guys at work, the guys and girls at work, all still play Pokemon Go, and they got me back into that a few months ago, and so I've been, I've been, I've been doing that you know, kind of passively, not really active in that. And then Let's Go uh, Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu come out, and then I ended up getting... Evie, because I asked Katie, which one would you rather have? And she goes, Evie. I'm like, well, that's dumb, but sure, I'll get it for you because it's, it's, I'm buying it for you. And she hasn't touched it yet. Um, <laughs> I know that feeling. I am maybe 36, 40 hours into this Pokemon Holy game crap. already. I don't know how. I feel like I'm I, – I don't feel like I'm playing it. I'm almost as far into this as I was in Assassin's Creed, and it took me three months to get there. The Switch is amazing because I sit there and play it in bed and all this kind of good stuff. Um I love it. It's it's a mostly faithful re, uh, um, remake of Pokemon Yellow. Um, so your Eevee or Pikachu, depending on which one you get, stays with you at all times. Uh, Eevee sits on your head like a dumbass hat, and Pikachu sits on your shoulder like a funny parrot. Um, and then you can also have another Pokemon walk with you. Um, it's mostly a visual thing. It just looks cool. But depending on which Pokemon you get, if you get, like, um, Charizard, you can just fly around, like, sit on his back. And instead of walking, you fucking fly everywhere. Um, if you use Onix, he just towers above buildings. The problem with doing the, the ride-along, like, type Pokemon is their movement speed is crazy fucking fast. And the the walkways and, like, the turns, they, they, they're not narrow, but they come at you so quickly that you can't... I was having a hard time turning when I needed to because I was going so fucking fast. Okay. So I, yeah, so I got rid of them and I just have like, uh, I don't know, I have some, I have some dumb Pokemon walking behind me, whatever, because it looks cool. Um, 
But yeah, so I have that. I've been playing the shit out of that. I've gotten all the, the main badges. There's eight badges. I got to do like the, the final four, the elite four, or whatever it's called. Um, it's it's a Pokemon game. It's Pokemon. It's Pokemon Yellow. Uh, but it's I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's super casual. Pick it up, sit on the couch, and you know while my daughters are watching something stupid on Amazon, I'm sitting here playing Pokemon. I actually got the hundred dollar version that comes with this little. I mean, I'm showing you, but they can't see it. My own little Pokeball. Do you now? Do you play um, with it when you're playing? Yes, I put. I well, yes, I always put my ball. Um, so you can you can connect a little Pokeball to your Switch, and you can play the game. So I put like on when I'm playing. I've, I've been streaming it, and oddly enough, it's been a really fun game to stream, which I wouldn't think that there's an audience for that on Mixer, but there super totally is. Mixer.com slash the beta Batman. And um, I can sit there, relax, one hand, ball in hand, and there's a little thumbstick here. Yeah. So this is this is your your, your controller. It's a button, and then there's another button on top. And so that's you all you need you have, is two buttons? You have B, A, uh, I'm sorry, B, A, and then if you shake it, if you waggle it like motion control, you get the Y button, basically. Okay. Um, and, and then so you can do the whole thing. And then when you go to catch... So what it does differently from regular yellow is this is a side game to Pokemon Go, the mobile game. So Pokemon battles go the way you expect them to. You, them, you pick your ability. It's, it's a Pokemon game. Okay. When you go to catch, it subverts the Pokemon standard for you beat it up a little bit and then you try to catch it. And it just turns into Pokemon Go at that point. So with the Pokeball, which is cool, you sit there, hit the button... And you can actually throw. And it has a wrist strap so you don't fucking break your TV or in your case, in my case, my computer screen. Yeah. And you can you can throw it. And the Pokemon go left and right, just like they do in Pokemon Go. So you actually have to throw this way or throw that way or throw head on. And um, it's it's fun. It's really, really fun. I'm really, really enjoying it. Then the other benefit to having a little ball is you can transfer Pokemon to and from the two different from go to let's go. Um, so if I have a Pokemon in the game, in the Switch game, I can basically put him, her, it in my balls. Of course. And, and I can carry Pikachu around with me or Eevee in my, in my, or any Pokemon. And basically this, your, your Pokeball, the, the little, um, accessory turns into a, um, a step, a pedometer, a step counter. Oh, cool. So it actually, as you walk with it in your pocket or wherever you have it, it tracks steps, which turn into XP. So you can transfer it back into the game and you get all this XP. So I caught like a Charizard on like day one. I threw him in my ball. Two days later, I put him back in the game and he was a Charizard. Like he evolved all the way through. Oh, nice. From like just sitting in my pocket at work, walking around the hospital and whatnot. Now the other thing, this thing has a, another feature and I'm going to turn it on. Oh, I think my battery might be dead. I might not be able to turn it on. Okay. Oh, that's so depressing. All right, so it's dead. So it has to charge. It's USB-C, so you can charge it with the Switch. Okay, anyways. So you can put your Pokemans inside your Pokeball. And you can play with them. Okay? <laughs> so there's a there's the stick I was showing you. It's an audio podcast, but there's the stick. Yeah. Here. And if you hit the stick, it turns on. And you hit it again. And you hold it, and it vibrates. And then the little the LED on the front, which you can't really see will glow the appropriate color, whatever Pokemon you have in there. If you have Charizard, it glows orange, Pikachu, yellow, Eevee, it's like a light brown, whatever. So it glows, Squirtle, it's blue. And if you shake it, shake the ball, right? It's like a gyroscope. It'll make the appropriate Pokemon sound, okay? Okay. So that's one thing you can do. What does this do for you? It's it's a distraction. It's like a stress ball. Okay. Um, (laughs) If you don't mute it, 
every so often, your Pokemon will call out to you. It'll cry or it'll make a sound. And it won't shut the fuck up until you hit the button to shut it the fuck up. Because <laughs> it wants you to play with it. Which is bad if you're in meetings and you forget to take the ball out of your pocket or mute it, which happened to me twice last week. Um, and I'm fumbling in my pocket to shut up my Pikachu. And um, the other thing is you can initiate playtime. This made my wife uncomfortable. So this is a Japanese game. And some Pokemon make certain sounds. And I wish my I wish this wasn't dead because I would show you. And I advise everybody who's listening to this to go on Google right now or YouTube. I'm sure someone's got it recorded. If you have Eevee, specifically Eevee, in your Pokeball, and you do the thumbstick in a circular motion, she has several different sounds that she makes. Two of them are what I can surmise to be a, whoever did the voice recording, a Japanese woman, Japanese woman on the brink of an orgasm. <laughs> Johnny, I'm not joking. I am so, I am not joking. I showed my wife and she was legitimately uncomfortable. Dude, I'm sitting here and if you go really slow, and again, I wish I, I, wish I had charged this before the recording. Um, if you go really slow, she goes, Eevee. Dude. <laughs> and, <laughs> she does this over and over again. And here's the thing. It gets so much better. If you keep going, she comes. And when she comes, the LED light on the front, and all your Pokemon do this, but Eevee is the only one that comes. When you do this, the, the LED flashes like a fucking rainbow because it's bonus experience points. And when you transfer the Pokemon back to your game, it tells you, play with your Pokemon. And then there's another subsection. Um, your Pokemon enjoyed it. And I counted it. When you make your Pokemon blow its load... That's bonus XP every time you do that. Um, so I sat for an uncomfortable amount of time. When I got home one day and I discovered this, I went to the kitchen. Katie was cooking. And I just did this. I said, babe, I need you to listen to this. I said, it's very uncomfortable and I apologize. And I did it. And she looked at me in horror and disgust like I was raping an actual baby. <laughs> that's, that's the look she gave me. Like, you need to stop or I'm going to call the cops. This is a Japanese game. I totally get it. This is a kid's game, and a kid may not get what that sound is, but I'm telling you right now, if you're a parent and you buy this game for your child and your child gets Eevee and Eevee gets put in the Pokeball and they figure out how to play with Eevee and they do the thing with the thumb, you're going to hear your son or daughter bring to orgasm a Pokemon. You're going to wonder what the fuck is going on, and you're going to take the ball and throw it in the trash because it's awful. It is literally... I have played some Japanese games... Over the, I think the beginning of this year that I did for We the Nerdy, maybe it was last year, I don't recall. And this was far more disturbing than some of those anime games that I was asked to review for Andrew Simichek because he's a dirty jerk. Um, <laughs> I love Pokemon Let's Go or, or Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. It's fantastic. It's the only game I'm playing except for um, Assassin's Creed again. If you recall, I was playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey via... Google's Project Stream. You recall this? Yeah. And I got you to try it out. Yep. You said, I think you played it for like an hour. And you're like, all right, it's cool. I get it. But you weren't sure how much time you want to invest knowing that you were going to lose all your progress eventually anyways if you didn't have time to beat it. Good news. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Yesterday or the day before, uh, Google and uh, Ubisoft released a, uh, sent out a press release 
saying that people who are currently in the Project Stream beta would be eligible to get a free forever full copy of the game sent to them, well, on your Uplay account, your PC account, to have forever. And any progress started during the beta would transfer over um, all of it. And all you have to do to get this is to play another hour from the time of the release uh, statement, so if you're hearing this now, until January 15th. Play an hour. It doesn't say consecutive. It just says play an hour. I imagine consecutive is pretty easy to do. Um, if you do that, then at some point, I imagine after the beta ends, actually, I don't know when it'll happen, Ubisoft is going to send to you or link you in your Uplay account, your Ubisoft uh, PC account, the full version of the game. So you can essentially get, if you haven't already played it and you have a, uh, a capable PC or plan on having a capable PC in the near future, um, you can get Assassin's Creed Odyssey completely free. And for my game of the year, I am super happy. I beat the game. Right? I've beaten the game already through Project Stream. 100% beat it. I'm doing this to get it so I can play it again as the other character and and do extra side quests that I skipped. and Because and, there are multiple endings, apparently. I don't know which one I got. I got a ending. I don't know if it was a good or bad ending. It was an ending. I super can't wait to play this game again. And locally on my PC, which means I'm going to have that much better of an experience. So... PSA to anybody who started this. I know Garrett Bland started this. I think he saw the news as well. I know I, I called you about it uh, yesterday. Anybody who tested out Project Stream and was on the fence about getting too involved in Assassin's Creed Odyssey because they didn't think they'd have time to finish it before the end of the beta, get back on, play for about an hour, fuck around for an hour, don't do anything that matters, fuck around for an hour and save it. So I, I think they might be going off a timestamp. I don't know. Fuck around for an hour, and then at some point after the beta ends, I assume, you get the whole game for free. And like a thousand of the Helix credits. Yeah, well, they said that that's only good during but, the beta, but anything you yes, buy will but, carry over. Correct, which means buy the XP boost. Is that, that's all it costs? It's, yeah, it's exactly a thousand. Okay, well, I'll be doing that So you that can do today. that, buy the XP boost, and that'll transfer into your live game, to your full version of the game. So a little PSA, I did that yesterday, streamed that for a bit, because why Why would I not do that? I want the game anyways. And uh, yeah, game of the year for me, absolutely. And now it's free if you happen to get into the Project Stream beta. And if I'm not mistaken, if I read the press release, they have reopened signups for the beta. So you can totally get in and play for an hour and get the full version of the game to play at a later date. So that's what I've been playing. Johnny? We're running a little long, but what do you have for us? You've got, let's move on to some news bits. You said you had something that you wanted to surprise me with, and hopefully it's rated R. So it's not necessarily rated R, but I, I was looking a while back on, on trying to find um, just interesting things in the news we could talk about. And one of my favorite websites that I don't go to nearly enough is Cracked. Now, what Cracked does is, is they put out funny articles and whatever else, but it's legit stuff, right? And... Just it's it's more like here's some super legit stuff that they've really researched, and they just write it in kind of funny ways. So if you never checked out Crack.com, go look at Crack.com. It's absolutely fantastic. So they actually have a video game section, and okay. I found some stuff that amused me. Uh, the first one here is that uh, have you ever played like a text-based game? I mean, like in the '90s. Okay. Yes. You can play one right now for free. 
If you okay. go to Google and you type oh, in text adventure, okay. and then you hit Control Shift J, which brings up the Java thing. Am I put in the search bar text adventure? Yeah, you do a search for text adventure. Do I search for it? Okay, I search for it. Yeah, and then hit Control Shift J, which brings up the Java. It will bring up the basically kind of like the code for the site. Warning: Do not paste anything into this console. If someone tells you to, they might be trying to steal your account info. I don't know what you're talking about. I hit Control Shift J and I brought up the Java thing. Okay, and there's a big fucking warning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. But if you scroll down a little bit, it says, "Would you like to play a game?" Yes or no. If you type in yes. It will bring you into a text adventure game. And I actually put about 10 minutes into this earlier. I don't see it. I don't see that at all. Oh, I'd have to look at your screen. It, it, it should say the warning, do not blah, blah, blah. And then under that, it should say, it says, would you like to play a game? Right? No, bro. I totally typed in text adventure search. Okay. Everyone else try this. Chris is just a moron. Yeah, fuck you. You're but a liar. it gives you this G, this blue G, and it puts you in this story where you are the blue G, and you are looking for your friends, red O, yellow O, blue green, or blue G, green I, or sorry, green L, and the always quirky red E. Oh, jeez. And you have little things that you can do. You, you, it gives you the directions you can go, northeast, south, um, west, up, down, grab, you can use Y, inventory, Now I use. see. I had to scroll down a little bit. I was still in the search bar. Now I got it. And you can go through and you do these things and it's super simple, but like at one point, there's an alligator you can't cross. But you go to the next room, there's an alligator costume and then you can pass the alligator and you obviously say, um, where is it? You, 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 you say, uh, do, 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 I cannot find where I was going to tell you what he says, but it says, uh, Oh, see you later alligator. And then the alligator says after a while crocodile and you pass right by it. And it's just, it's so ridiculous. And I played long enough to find one letter. Um, but like, if you're just bored and you're sitting there and you're on Google, like you can do this anywhere. And I, I found it amusing. Uh, so I'm in a park and I just went North. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to go through the whole thing. It, it's really this boring. This is insane. To... What the fuck? Yeah. So here's the next thing. Fortnite. You love Fortnite. I know you do. I fucking hate that game. So Fortnite, uh, I, I, I have not been playing very much. We got the latest battle pass for the latest season. They put in some snow stuff. They put in planes you can fly, which I have yet to get into and fly one. There's zip lines and all kinds of stuff like that. It's really cool. I just haven't had a chance to play it much with my son. They have been topping the charts. I want to say they won an award at the Game Awards for uh, Best Continuous Game or something like that. But they have topped another chart. According to Divorce Online, the premier online resource for all your... Divorce Online? Divorce Online. Divorce. Yeah. Great. The premier online resource for all your UK divorce needs. The game has been cited as a reason for divorce in over 200 official court petitions. Roughly 5% of all divorces in 2018, the reason for the divorce was Fortnite. A full 5% of divorces in the UK, in the UK were listed as Fortnite being the root cause for the marriage to end. Yes. Two I love this. 100 cases, 200 petitions, and at least it was one of the reasons on there was Fortnite. I love this. I thought you would. This is fantastic. It, it is. Because this game is the absolute fucking devil. Yeah. So it's funny the way they wrote this. It says that like they haven't really seen why. Like what about it? Like is it a time consuming thing? Is it a money? Whatever. And thing says, it goes, did they catch their loved one shouting obscenities at 10 year olds for stealing their loot three <laughs> one too many times? <laughs> 
Um, oh, I hate that game. I'm so glad that it's, that it's causing other people grief. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> That's a fucking awful thing to say. I hate that game. I get it. I, I know why it's the biggest game on the planet. But, oh, man, do I fucking hate it. So, so here's the last thing before we start closing this out. Uh, you love Spider-Man, right? Spider-Man is the other game of the year. Now, do you like Easter eggs in games? Uh, yes. Okay. Apparently, Spider-Man has the most depressing Easter egg ever. Wait, the, the new the PS4 the game? The PS4 game. Okay. Here's the thing. If you go to some movie theater, in that movie theater, when it shows the movies Stop that are playing... Stop saying theater. Why? Because you're saying it weird. I don't like it. I'm sorry. Theater. It's not theater. It's not theater. It's theater. It's T-H-E-A-T-E-R. Theater. 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 Anyways, when you go there and it shows what movies theater. are playing, right? what on side of this says, Maddie, will you marry me? Oh, God. So I don't remember who the guy is. In here it says, um, Tyler Schultz felt that he was ready to level up his five-year relationship with his girlfriend, Maddie. Uh, she thought it would be a great idea for him to... She thought it would be a great idea for him to propose in a big convention, blah, blah, blah. He wanted to basically one-up it. So he reached out to Insomniac Games and asked to have this put in the game. No. So this wasn't a guy no. working on it. Um, he, he was someone who reached out and they said, you know what, we'll put your marriage proposal in the game. But unlike every other tragic romance in the Spider-Man universe, this one didn't even need the Green Goblin's mechanisms. When the game was finally released on September 7th, Maddie did not accept Schultz's proposal because she had uh -huh. left him a few weeks earlier. <laughs> That's fucking horrible. Oh, I feel so bad. What's his name? Uh, his name is Tyler Schultz. Oh, man. That's so sad. Um... Oh, man, that's fucked up. That's sad. That's depressing. Oh, yeah. I feel bad for so, him. So, so here's here's this thing, like going back and forth between some of this stuff. So there's a reply from Insomniac Games says, sure, you can wait until September 7th. Like asking the guy, are you sure you can wait until September 7th to propose? And, and what his response is, is, we've just passed our five years in April, so I think she'll still be around in September, LOL. <laughs> God. <laughs> that's not right, man. Um. All right. Jesus. All right. We've been going for a while. Um, we have been. We've got stuff oh, we man, need to do that's... with our lives. Are, do you want to? Do you want to try to guess a game? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Because I you've been pretty shitty at this so far. So I've been rocking the house. Let's this go. one actually would probably be pretty easy. But let's see. I I just like the description. It made me kind of chuckle. It says someone really good at parkour attempts to outrun a group of people who are also really good at parkour. It's Mirror's Edge, isn't it? It is Mirror's Edge. And I knew it would be easy, but I love I love that. Do you ever watch The Office? I, I'm not a fan. Oh. I've seen it. I'm not a fan. Okay. I love The Office. One of my favorite shows ever. There's this episode where they get really big into parkour, like little opening intro thing. And they're just oh, like God. running up to walls and like stepping on the wall and yelling parkour every time they do it. And oh, Jesus. because of that, like anything parkour related just makes me cry, I cry with laughter. You're an idiot. Chris, why don't you take us out of here, man? All right. Uh, this has been Beyond the Pixels, Episode 7. My name is Chris. That's John. You can find me uh, on the on the interwebs, uh, Twitter, Instagram, at Cberto, C-B-3-R-T-O. You can find me on Mixer, Mixer.com, slash The Bearded Batman. Uh, I stream. There's a schedule posted. I'm, all, I'm doing all kinds of shit. If you want to watch me catch Pokemons, uh, I have now caught 168 in a row Magikarps. I'm trying to get a shiny fucking Magikarp because I want a red Gyarados. I don't know why. I have a problem. 
Johnny, where can they find you? Uh, yeah, so I'm on Twitter at Johnny underscore Casino, J-O-N-N-Y underscore Casino. Uh, I keep my DMs open. I don't know why anymore, but, you know, I always enjoy it when someone sends me a message. They're open because we want questions. That's the thing. We want questions. Uh, we know we don't have any this week. A, we went a little long. B, it was a short notice recording because of my vacation. Um, but when we record our net next week, the following week after Christmas, if I'm not mistaken, um, we want questions. So send us questions. Get into Johnny's open DM. Uh, get into my, you know, regularly sized DM and uh, ask ask questions. We want questions. We like questions. We like answering fun questions about whether or not you should or shouldn't have a drink before or after sex and uh, all these other great things that we've gotten from the audience. So uh, this is episode seven, Beyond the Pixels. We're out. Goodbye. Oh, also, hey, thanks to Chris Baines for letting us use the music My Life's Work because I keep forgetting to thank him and the links to all his stuff are in the description. We're out now forever. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>